0: Day 164, Joe stabbing Americans in the back, 177 days when he promised to Georgie Stephanopoulos that he wouldn't abandon Americans. Now now we've got to get Americans the hell out of Ukraine. If you know anybody, care about anybody, love anybody, even if you're remotely friendly with anybody that you know happens to be in Ukraine, I don't know what they're doing there, but you might want to tell them to get the hell out of there sooner rather than later. And I'm not kidding because they're not going to lift a finger to get them out, just like the people they abandoned in Afghanistan. That's sad. Uh eight hundred-nine four one Sean, our number. You want to be a part of the program. So we had fun last night. Peter Ducey was on. Uh, Pete, and Peter, I've, I've known since he was much younger. And he's a great, you know, to me, he's a kid. He's not a kid anymore. Um, he's doing a phenomenal job as the White House correspondent for the Fox News channel. And he's the only one that challenges Biden. The only one that challenges Jen Circleback propaganda Saki. And anyway, so yesterday, you know, of course, Joe Biden is never wants to answer. I'm not allow, I'm not allowed to get mad at me they, they get mad every time I do this. I get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble today. Anyway, it's embarrassing because uh, he's not cognitively up to the task, which is really closer to the truth. And anyway, so he's in front of a microphone. Biden is, and as reporters are known to do, going back to the same, you know, era. Go back to Ronald Reagan. Sam Donaldson would be screaming, "Mr. President, did you trade arms for hostages?" Now, Reagan's staff very smartly had Air Marine One's engines revved up and and going, and the president would be walking a Marine One and. They'd be screaming it from the sidelines, and Reagan would, you know, cup his ear and say, "Excuse me, could he can't hear you? Got to run. See you later," and walk away from Sam Donaldson. Um, anyway, so the, the, he has really emerged. Peter Ducey has emerged, and he's a great. He really is a great kid. His father's a great guy too. Um, as as the go to reporter, I mean, it's kind of must see TV you got to watch Jen Psaki and Peter go back and forth. And I watch Jen circle back, get so frustrated, it's amusing. And then she could be, you know, really, really cuttingly sarcastic and never wants to really answer a question. And and Peter's got to dig in and and go back and have follow-up after follow-up. So anyway, he was asking a question yesterday about inflation in an election year. Biden's in front of a microphone, a hot mic moment hot mic moment is when you're in front of a microphone. It's kind of like Obama said to Medvedev, now just tell Vladimir I'll have more flexibility after the election. Yeah, I understand after my election. I have more flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand. I understand. I, understand I, understand. I tell Vladimir. I tell Vladimir. You know, my other favorite Russian, you know, moment is when when the congenital liar purveyor of the big of more election lies than anybody in the history of the country, probably all combined. Adam, you know, uh, Schiff is out there, right? and he's on the January 6th committee. I'm like, and they're trying to make the case, oh, well, Donald Trump's comments about uh, some of the laws not being followed and and its constitutions not being obeyed, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, God forbid you pull a Stacey Abrams who Democrats worship. She still thinks she was elected governor in 2018 uh, or Hillary Clinton and all the people that claim that Hillary Clinton was the real winner in 2016. And Donald Trump was an illegitimate president. Democrats do it. They did it in 2000 with George W. Bush and Dick Cheney. And, you know, they're trying to say, well, that 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 talk resulted in January 6th. What they're not investigating is the fact that Donald Trump signed off on 20,000 Troops being available, National Guard troops, on the 6th, knowing such a large number of people are coming. And you always have bad actors and big crowds like that. And coming off the summer of rioting in, in 2020, it was just common sense. And then the chain of command goes to Nancy Pelosi, who's responsible for safety and security of the Capitol, and Muriel Bowser, who's responsible for safety and security of the of D.C., and they don't want to bring those people in. Why Why did you reject after Donald Trump is required by law, signed off on it? It was your responsibility to call him up. Why didn't you call him up? Nobody wants to ask that question. Anyway, back to Ducey. So he's asking, well, is inflation going to impact, you know, the election in a, in a midterm election year? Hot mic moment. This is Joe Biden saying, what a stupid question. <laughs> he laughs out. You know, he's out there. He goes, you know, what a stupid son of a bitch. Listen. It's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. Being sarcastic. Oh, it's a great asset. More inflation. Well, Joe, caused the inflation. So just before Hannity last night on Fox... We had Peter Ducey booked as a guest. Uh, Joe Biden called. Now you would think Joe would say, you know what, I, I, I'm sorry I was short with you. Uh, I apologize. Uh, I'll try to make sure it doesn't happen again. No, nothing personal, pal. <laughs> That's what he said to him. Uh, it's sort of like as close to come on, man, as as you can get. And now, unlike liberals, I'm not going to act like I'm all outraged or feigned outrage over what Joe Biden thinks and said about about Peter Doocy. I'm sure they hate Peter Doocy at the White House because he's the only one that's asking real questions that they don't ever want to answer. And he trips them up quite often. But, you know, now we've got Joe who just had a total, complete cognitive meltdown last week. This this RNC ad and I've been showing it on TV, I'll play it here, is so powerful. And and we've been making the case, well, you know, Linda likes to make the case. She doesn't think Biden is very bright, thinks he's kind of dumb. I would agree with that assessment. But there's also this massive cognitive decline. And as a programming note, last night I had Dan Bongino and Geraldo arguing about it. Geraldo was resistant to acknowledging it. I said, all right, Geraldo, I'll bring you back tonight. They're both on tonight. And I said, I'm going to show you Biden throughout the years. And then you decide, based on the videotape, whether or not what Dan and I believe is true. Um, and we'll we'll see what happens. Because this is the RNC ad post this disastrous two-hour marathon presser last week.
1: The political coverage. Of the and look. Look. some of the political players and some of the. Let me ask a rhetorical question.
0: No, anyway, I mean, it's that bad. Linda, you got to admit that's bad. I know you don't think he's very bright, but that, that, that's not the same Joe Biden from 2008. And the same, that's not the same Joe Biden from 2012. And to even 2016, it just isn't. And it's. I, I it, don't
1: disagree that he's definitely taking a turn for the worse. The only thing that I am saying, and that I keep saying every day to you both on and off the air, is that I think he's a really, really morally corrupt, stupid, lying person. I think he's a bad well, a, person.
0: Where do we get to Peter Schweitzer? He has this new book is powerful. We, 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 we're going to do a series of interviews because there's so much information in his new book, Red-Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win. Well, Joe Biden and the Biden syndicate uh, are a big part of this. And Peter's been able to break it down even more than we ever dreamed. And I would argue, too, it's Joe Biden's decision for the waiver for the Nord Stream 2 pipeline it's helping Vladimir Putin get rich and Russia get rich again. You know, I mean, it was such a joke, and I'll get into this later in the program. It was such a joke. Well, we're going to put 8,500 troops on a heightened state of readiness preparedness for tomorrow. I'm like, for what? We're not going to war with Russia. And by the way, nor should we if Russia invades Ukraine. We're not going to do that. If you don't want Putin to get rich again, there's only one way to do it. And that would be to outproduce him in the energy sector. And we should be providing the energy needs of our Western European allies. In other words, go back to the Trump era policies that worked, that made us energy independent for the first time in 75 years and made us a net exporter of energy. Now, instead of doing that, you know, Biden's economic plans, you know, attacking businesses and. And he has zero clue of what is causing inflation. And by the way, it's doubtful Vladimir would be able to finance his latest adventurism into Ukraine without the windfall of energy dollars uh, that Joe Biden is sending his way. I mean, we're talking about billions of dollars, billion dollar deals that they're doing with our allies. And you have American energy exports dropping like a rock. Now we're begging Joe's begging OPEC. Joe's begging Russia to produce more energy we don't need their energy we have enough natural resources here i mean it's just it's pathetic you know biden's plan now he's not finished destroying america's global energy dominance instead of doing what i just said if you really want to break russia and break putin and prevent them from having all this leverage over western europe uh which he now has because of biden but why would you expect anything else, considering the long history of the Bidens and Russia and money and the Bidens and Ukraine and money? And maybe we should get the former crackhead, Hunter. He can negotiate the peace deal between the two countries. Who knows? Anyway, we learned last week, Team Biden is putting the kibosh on another natural gas pipeline with U.S. involvement that would have reduced Europe's dependence on Russian energy. It's the Eastern Mediter- Mediterranean, gas pipeline that would carry Israeli uh, natural gas uh, in yet another way, another energy resource is serving America's strategic interest that Biden wants to do away with. I mean, it's insane. What's the price of oil? $86, $87 a barrel now. Great job, Joe. Uh, anyway, so you got this this combination of not only the cognitive declining Joe, but you also got angry Joe lashing out at Peter Ducey and calling him a stupid son of a bitch. Well, that's the second time in two weeks he's lashed out at a Fox reporter. First, he lashed out at at Jackie Heinrich for pressing him on these growing Russia, Ukraine, uh, this gr- growing Russian, Ukraine conflict. Why are you waiting on Putin to make the first move? His answer. What a stupid question. Oh, really? Is that how we talk to women now? Now, this is you know, this is the same Biden that promised to treat staff members uh and members of the press with respect. I'm not joking when I say this. If you ever work with me and I hear you treat another colleague with disrespect or talk down to someone, I promise you, I'll fire you on the spot, on the spot. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Everybody, everybody's entitled to be treated with decency and dignity. That's been missing in a big way for the last four years. Yeah. Stupid son of a bitch. Nothing personal. He called Peter just before my show. Nothing personal, Peter. I'm surprised he didn't say, come on, man. Come on, man. 800 941 Sean our number. You want to be a part of the program. All right, rolling along. Sean Hannity Show, 800 941 Sean. You want to be a part of the program. Um, so anyway, I'm just watching this. If you if you look at somebody that is in a cognitive decline, it is often associated too with anger. Not that anybody wants to hear my point of view on this. Anyway, now fully sixty percent of Americans would vote against Biden if the election were held now. His his approval ratings continue to tank. I don't think any of this is is news to this audience. Only nineteen percent strongly approve of his performance. Forty nine percent strongly disapproved. That was Rasmussen. His net approval is minus 10. Also Rasmussen. These are not good numbers for anybody that would want a second term. Uh, The jobless rate for African-Americans. Now, remember, Donald Trump set record after record after record. Record low unemployment for African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, Asian-Americans, women in the workplace, youth unemployment, African-American youth unemployment. Um, you're never going to hear from the media mob. Um, Anyway, blackenterprise.com, a year ago from there, piece, a year ago the Biden administration pledged to focus on on, um, the black unemployment rate, but a year into his term, the black workforce is still suffering. In December's job report, African-American unemployment rate actually increased from 6.5% to 7.1% compared to November, making it the only racial group that saw an increase in unemployment. Before the pandemic hit, African-American unemployment was 6%, double the rate of uh, white Americans. And at the height of the pandemic, that rate hit 167 So he hasn't narrowed the gap in spite of his promises. Now, Biden touts his plan for lowering prices, and he's putting all this pressure on the Fed. Um, The Fed's answer is going to be, according to Goldman Sachs today, and I think they probably have, they're in the know, uh, we're expecting four separate increases in interest rates this year alone. Americanfinancing.net, if you haven't refinanced, now would be the time. And his plan is to crack down on large firms and industries. His firm, his plan is, you know, to combat the rising pli- prices, the 40-year high of inflation, is to point to directives in, in implemented by federal agencies and executive actions lifting restrictions on where people can get electronics and smartphones. Is this This is madness. This is not economics. The mainstream press talking about this stuff. Sean Hannity is on the radio. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Uh, so, Biden had a meeting at the White House yesterday discussing their plans to combat rising prices as inflation continues to surge through the U.S. Highest level of inflation in 40 years. You know, estimates that the average household is paying up to five thousand dollars more in a, a a Bidenflation tax, um because everything costs more. Every item you buy at every store you go to, it is costing more. And it's costing more to heat and cool your home. And then it's costing more to fill up your gas tank. You you get the you get the picture, you feel it every day. I was really shocked this weekend, and meat prices have been going up. And I do my usual grocery shopping, Linda, and uh, I, I was kind of shocked. Like, just getting a, a pack of, like, chicken wings was, like, 12 bucks. And I like thin-sliced chicken cutlets. That was, like, through the roof. Um, I love pork ribs. That was through the roof. Steak is through the roof. Hamburger meat is even very, very high. You know, four, I think, hamburger, quarter-pound hamburger patties are, like, you know, eight, nine bucks. Um, it's not that I'm compl- I'm complaining, I mean, but it's, it's, I can afford it. I'd rather not afford it. I'd rather keep the money in my pocket. Like most people, I still think like I did when I couldn't pay my rent. And, but for the poor and the middle class in this country, you know, th- th- this is a big struggle now. No, but it's
1: deliberate. It's deliberate.
0: Well, None it's, of this it's, has it's to it's be the
1: way that it is.
0: I don't. I don't think it's deliberate. I think they're deliberately dumb. They, no, they're. they're so, I think it's they're deliberate. So, they're so locked into their their climate change radicalism and and cultism to it that they're they're willing to give up all of the energy production that will c- lower the cost of everything. And this is why this stupid meeting that took pl- place yesterday. They you know increased increase competition in business, crack down on large firms and industries. The administration sees as too consolidated. We didn't have to do that in the Trump years. That's not the cause of inflation. The biggest cause of inflation is the incredible amount of spending that they want to incur, which we cannot afford. And even a bigger impact is is their energy policies. And by the way, they're doubling down on stupid now. I don't know if you saw this today, but um, we learned Team Biden now plans to put the kibosh on another natural gas pipeline with U.S. involvement that would have reduced Europe's dependence on Russian energy. It was the Eastern Mediterranean gas pipeline that would carry Israeli and, and natural gas from Cyprus and, and yet another energy resource serving America's strategic interests that the White House wants gone. And they join a long list that started on day one of the cancellation, with the cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline. And they're banning uh, oil and gas leases on public lands. And, you know, then, of course, you know, raiding the natural petro- petroleum reserves, which is only a short-term fix at best. State Department sent their newly minted advisor, for global energy security in israel in november to give a heads up on the administration's plans to ditch support for that pipeline you know what he's doing linda he's making russia rich again at the very moment he should be breaking the back financially of vladimir the way you break vladimir and beat vladimir and get his troops to pull back from ukraine is you start mass producing all energy in this country at a level we never did before and provided all right. of our allies.
1: What you're completely right, 100% right. But I think the ulterior motive and the
0: larger motive. Can you say that again? One more
1: time. <laughs> you, is, is someone recording this moment? Let's make sure everyone <laughs> in the audience is hearing that. Linda thinks Sean Hannity is right. So, wow, you know, amazing! She played the lottery today. Um, I I think wholeheartedly that making Russia rich again uh keeping china rich is a, is a byproduct and an ulterior you know tangential benefit to what the ultimate goal is which is to completely deplete and ruin the american way and america as we know it so that we all become a nation of infighting so that we're dependent on the government we hate each other we're divisive and when a country is unruly and has no rule of law and has no moral fiber there's no religion there's no family core there's no values we become nothing. We're nothing, this and that's what he wants.
0: Is, it's it's the, by the way, and the whole world sees it. You got all these Democratic oh, candidates sure. campaigning on higher federal spending. Okay, that's not going to fix it. Now the Fed is coming in. This is not the ideal scenario, as Goldman Sachs points out today, to have four separate interest rate hikes. That is going to slow the economy. Why? Because fewer people now are going to be out there with buying homes, um, and it's it's going to hurt everybody. The only people that will benefit from this are people that have money that can pay cash. That's that, that that those people will do the best. You know, competition results in lower prices. When did we ever need the government to tell us the competition? Competition will naturally arise if you're doing something. If you're producing a good or service and you're doing really well at it, guess what? Somebody's going to probably copy the idea as long as it's not trademarked. Well, if, it's, if it is, the communist Chinese will just steal your intellectual property. That's a side note. But that it, it happens naturally. It's called free market competition. And you don't need the government involving themselves. To, you know, the White House's efforts to promote competition. That's what they're talking about. You know, build back better an economy that works for everybody, not just the few. And that competition results in lower prices for families. No, you jackasses in the White House. What will lower the price of everything is getting us back to energy independence and being a net exporter of energy and helping out our allies so they're not dependent on that hostile actor Putin that the Bidens apparently love to do business with, just like the Chinese, communist Chinese that they love to do business with. Peter Schweitz will explain in a minute. And anyway, Biden says the administration's tackling their anti-competitive practices. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why is he always picking on the beef, pork and poultry business? You know, you start with the cattle rancher and then you got to pack the cow up and, and send it to the slaughterhouse. Then in the slaughterhouse, then they take, the slaughtered cow and they send it over to the to the place where they cut the cow. You know, they fillet the cow, whatever they do to the cow. I don't know the proper terminology. I'm not in that business. And then then they got to send it to market. Oh, it's four trips in 18 wheelers that are paying a buck 50, at least more a gallon for diesel. So what do you think happens to the price of pork and poultry and beef it goes through the roof this isn't this is not brain surgery here we're talking about you know the, the very essence kudlow said this of of biden's presidency is hanging by a thread and you know look at this disaster last week he's right a perfect storm has now descended stock markets are selling off with the worst performance of many years interest rates are going to rise oil prices are rising a 40-year inflation high embedded in the economy, and the Fed is about to launch a monetary tightening cycle. Okay, that is a, you know what, that's called a Hail Mary pass. That's like Patrick Mahomes. you see seen Patrick Mahomes with 13 seconds left? Jason, you had to have loved that moment. No, uh, not really. I was reading for the Bills. Uh, I will tell you, the Bills quarterback, I felt bad for him. I really did. I mean, when he came back... After Mahomes, you know, I what do we have? Four touchdowns in like three minutes, or twenty-five four points in the last minute? Fifty-eight. It's crazy. It's in, it was such a great game. So was the the Buccaneers game. I felt I wanted Brady to win. Uh, yeah, that's a have, shame that happened. Well, Brady's good for football. I mean, I think he's the most interesting We have storylines. Brady fatigue enough already. Okay, it's time I don't for have Brady generation. fatigue. You might have Brady fatigue. I don't. The world has Brady fatigue. It's just you. No, they don't have Brady fatigue. You put them on TV, you watch the highest rate. And Aaron Rodgers is another one. I want to watch Aaron Rodgers. Now they're both out. Um, I'm not as interested as I was before. I wanted to see Aaron Rodgers go up against Brady. That would have been awesome. Anyway, the approval rating for the Pelosi-Schumer Congress obviously plunging. Uh, The Gallup numbers show only 18% of people approve of the job that Congress is doing. For a brief moment in 2021, not everyone hated Congress. More than one in three Americans telling Gallup they actually approved the job the House and Senate was doing. That's now cut by more than half. Among Democrats, Pelosi-Schumer, you know, they had a sky-high 61% approval rating, A year ago, in January of 2021, yet now it's down to a low of 26%. really can't get worse than that. But they don't deserve better than that. I don't even know who the 26% are. Uh, Alan Dershowitz had harsh comments for the January 6th committee that nobody's paying attention to. Said it reminds me of McCarthyism. In the sense, it's are you or have you ever been a Donald Trump supporter? How about why did Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Bowser... And the Sergeant of Arms, after Trump, as the law requires, signed off on up to 20,000 troops, why did they not call up the troops? Because if they would have, January 6th never happened. Donald Trump authorized them. You want to claim he is responsible, why didn't they call him up? You know, hundreds of thousands of people are coming. You knew it the day before for crying out loud. Just made no sense. Makes no sense to me um by the way did you know that they're going to now do the sat college admissions they're cutting it down from three hours to two hours shorter reading passages and kids now will be allowed to use calculators in the math section and you're going to do it either your own device or tablet or laptop or the school's device did you see that
1: linda more Uh, more i did not see it it does not surprise me no i the dumbing down of american education seems to know no end I I
0: just don't care. Oh, and the Supreme Court took up an affirmative action case for admissions. Harvard, and I think it was UNC maybe. I don't want to get that wrong. I know Harvard was one of them, whether race can be used as a factor in admissions. Uh, Could you imagine somebody at Fox News said this? MSDNC host, you know, Tiffany Cross? She's urging fellow progressives to pick up a weapon and get involved in the, quote, war for the survival of the country on Saturday. I'm like, whoa. You know, you've you got to be kidding me, right? This is NBC News. The same NBC News. They refer to an African-American Supreme Court justice as Uncle Clarence. No ramifications for that comment. Unbelievable. Um, But, oh, did you see that Humpty Dumpty uh, got called out? When Trump used the word son of a bitch, he had one view, now he has a different view of Joe Biden. Oh, man.
1: It. I tell you, that Twitterverse, they have no mercy, which they is have, amazing. How it's long ago did amazing. I he deserves on Twitter,
0: it. How many years ago? A long time. Who got it's up been, on Twitter? How long has it been since I've had access to Twitter?
1: Oh, oh man. It's probably like six years now. Is it really? Oh, yeah, long? like Five or six years. Yeah, it's been a while.
0: Anyway, um, I'm so glad I'm off it.
1: You did. Time, you had a couple of pop-ins, though, where you're like, I just need to get in to say one yeah, no, thing. No, I had, like, oh. But I
0: have to beg permission because I don't have the security well, you code lose your or mind. the password. I just I don't have time. It became a full-time job. It does. Now, Whoopi Goldberg, this was interesting. She goes off on Bill Maher. Bill Maher makes interesting comments. I find him pretty fascinating lately. And I never liked the guy, and he hates my gut, so it's it's a mutual hate society. But he's making some really incredible comments and anyway, he said, I don't want to live in your paranoid paranoid world anymore. Your masked, paranoid world. You know, you go out. It's silly now. You mask. You have to have a card. You have to have a booster. They scan your head <laughs> like you're a cashier. And I'm a bunch of bananas. I'm not bananas. Uh, Mar told his audience. It's very funny, actually. Anyway. Whoopi, and I've always liked Whoopi. Whoopi and I get along. She used to come on my show. I haven't asked her in a while, and I'm never going back on that, that crazy show. Anyway, she lashed out at more and says, Stay away from everybody. If he decided he no longer wanted to follow any. The problem is, Whoopi herself admitted she did everything right with COVID. Everything. And she still got Omicron. And that's the Whoopi. That's the point. It's ever since Delta, quote, breakthrough cases. Fully vaccinated, vaccinated with boosters, vaccinated boosters and natural immunity are still testing positive. And many for the for the second time. I know more people now that have gotten it twice than I thought before. Anyway, eight hundred nine four one Sean, our number. Peter Schweitzer's new book, Red Handed, How American Elites Uh Get Rich Helping China Win. We'll get to him. Uh we'll go into the latest in, in this Ukraine Russia showdown. And how stupid Biden looks in this whole process by saying, well, we're going to put 8,500 troops in a state of preparedness. And that means what? I can tell you absolutely nothing. We're not going to war with Russia, nor should we go to war with Russia. That's their problem. But if you want to help with the Russia problem, and we got a problem, a hostile regime, hostile actor, bankrupt them. Half their economy is energy. We have more energy resources than they do. Outproduce them and be a net exporter and support our Western European allies. That would help a lot. And that would then probably achieve the the end goal, which is getting them off the Ukraine border probably pretty soon out of Ukraine.